Hello everybody, welcome back to Hair Impact 2021. So we are already starting, this is the first episode of the year. Hopefully this year will be much better than the previous one and we can just skip it. Of course, learning, you know, all the things that we have learned through the epidemics and how we can handle things better in the future, the health uh, department of our society. So uh, this episode is the first also story of women science diaries. So the science women diaries is uh, like a section of her impact, a new section that we introduced last year, but it's happened this year. They're going to talk about stories about women women science and the challenges they're facing in their daily life. And uh, I'm starting this part of Hair Impact, this category of episodes by sharing one of my story as a woman science. So if you are a woman science and want to share your story, you can do it via your own video or you can write out your story and we can read it in an episode um, of uh, science, Women Science uh, Diaries, or you know, if you want to be interviewed, this uh, section of her impact is for you. So, wherever you feel comfortable, please just send us an email and we will have your story on Her Impact Podcast and TV. So, I would like to start one of my stories I'm going to share for you, with you, which is, I think, one of the worst things that I have faced as a woman in science in my workplace. And it was related to health. So um, I think that's the worst thing that uh, a boss or, you know, a leader of a team can do is that doesn't care about your health. So about like um, seven, eight years ago, I had a lot of uh, difficulty in my health. So I had to be hospitalized for five days and it was a serious one. So I was not myself. I was pumped in antibiotics. I have infection and I was feeling so, uh, not myself, so weak. So what the professor that I was collaborating with, the humanly would be, you know, uh, contact me and say, you know, uh, hope you feel well soon. Unfortunately, I did not have uh, that possibility, didn't have that experience with him. So he called me not to say, you know, be, healthy again soon hope hopefully to be soon uh, healthy but he said that I had to work because we had to uh, submit our report our progress report to the EU project that I was handling we were handling as a team so we were about 10 people in the team of course all of it I don't know why uh, actually I know uh, all the work I was doing so I was doing like work for 10 people that I was uh, 
uh, because um, you know the work work alone was for ten people, and I had to do everything, even uh, submitting the reports for that timesheet. Every personnel, I had to do it. So he called me, and he had, and he said that you know you have to do it. So I was frustrated. I was desperate. I didn't know what to do. I was feeling so weak mentally. I was, I, I didn't know because it was serious. I didn't know what would happen in the future. And, you know, I just facing a lot of pressure with him being, you know, call me and just telling me I have to submit it. So I tried to do it. I work uh, through remote to with my computer through uh, well, computer through my laptop that I asked my mother to bring and nobody in my surrounding was happy the doctor did not like that at all he told me to just close it because you are not yourself you are so weak you need to rest that's what you need to do and nobody was happy in my surrounding my parents my family my friends but I thought that time I need to be professional and I have to finish the job. I mean, I don't know why I thought about it, but I was not mentally, you know, sane. So I don't know why it makes sense. I have to finish a report and I did it. Miracles happened. So for this five days, instead of recovering in the clinic, I was actually working in the clinic and I sent him an email with the report. He never replied, so I, when I finished, you know, from the clinic, I went to um, my house and tried to recover and, you know, some days passed and then I felt strong enough to go to the office. So I went and I asked him about the pre-report and his response was that it was not good. So yeah, that did not, very adequate. I didn't do a lot of good jobs, so they couldn't, you know, send it to the EU because they got fines and all these things, which I don't think was so bad. But anyway, he said that he put someone else to do it, someone outside the team, you know. So the person that did it didn't actually know what we we're doing. Uh, and afterwards I learned that it's actually part of the thesis of that person. Not, so it just didn't make any sense to send that report because it just, the results were different. So uh, they just took them the place of the, the area we're you know, working on and that put only that area to uh, the report. And they sent it and they thought it was good. And I was very disappointed. I was really desperate that I had to involve with this professor for five years then. And at the end of, uh, well, the contract when it finished for this project, which was a bit uh, like six, seven months later, we stopped working together, obviously. But that teach me that, you know, about health, you know, your health, your life at the end of the day, because that what happened to me is much, much more important than any research, any work 
as a woman science, as a scientist, you know, as a researcher. And people should appreciate that. <laughs> At least that. It's a really fundamental thing to do, to appreciate people's life and health in their workplace. We're not in a you know, war zone or anything. So just somebody sick, just let them be sick and recover a little bit. So that's one of the worst experience I had as a woman scientist. And it actually left a little bit of scars on me because I was working for so many years with this person and he just treated me like, like garbage. Like I didn't matter as a person, I didn't matter as a woman, I didn't matter as a scientist, I didn't matter anything for him. So that's my story. I hope you can come forward and tell your stories because we don't really hear about these things in the media enough. So we need women science telling their stories, how we are treated, how we, we are treated, because we need to change how things will change in the future, how we'll be treated in the future. And if we come forward and telling these stories, then maybe we'll make a change. Like a me too, uh, you know, they started with uh, the same way as this initiative. They started uh, telling their story. So maybe at the end it will be a campaign. Uh, uh, this diary is a collection of stories that we can tell the media, the politicians, the universities, so things can finally change and be accepted as a scientist. So thank you for being with me with another episode of Her Impact. May science your superpower and I'll see you next time with another episode.